0: Hello and welcome to the One Hope Podcast, where faith and life connect, a podcast done by One Hope Church in Gig Harbor, Washington. Enjoy! Hello everyone, my name is Linda Zeitner and this is the first time I'm doing a podcast, so I hope you enjoy. Last Sunday, Pastor Peter spoke on Romans 7, verses 7-25, through where Paul was making clear why God gave us the law. God was revealing to us our great need of facing one thing. We could never fulfill the law's demands of holiness. In fact, before coming to Christ, it was the very thing that convicted us that we were dead in our sins. When I received Christ's work on the cross, my personal walk with him was filled with joy and thankfulness. But then I could find myself having moments of old attitudes that caused me and others grief. How could this be? I'm supposed to be a new creation. I had a lot to learn about my spiritual life. Paul wanted us to know he had gone through the same battle we have, trying and trying to get rid of this sin problem. In Romans 7, he clearly said no matter how hard he tried after being saved, he could still find himself going back to sin, feeling like a failure in the, with the Lord and failing himself. In verses 24-25, through 25, Paul cries out, O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from these shackles of death? Oh, thank God he will, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Each of us can say to him, I know just how you feel. We can each find ourselves still fighting feelings of shame when we blow it. We may feel at times we are still trying to grasp the truth God wants to show us about uh, the, the law versus grace. He has provided a victory for us, keeping in mind that grace means undeserved favor. Ephesians 2.8 says, For by grace you are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Undeserved favor undeserved gets to all of us doesn't it because we think we're doing it ourselves well today's podcast is on Philippians 3 10 through 14 this is not only one of my favorite scriptures in fact it's been life-changing for me this scripture has been a word from God to my heart and I hope it will be for you too As I said above, when I was younger and I was battling with, how do I get hold of my selfish flesh and let the work of God's Spirit do the job that so deeply needed to be done in me? Have you ever thought, boy, what a blessing to be growing in the Lord, and then momentarily slipped into that old person you used to be before accepting Christ? (laughs) You know, the one you thought was on a faraway trip. Well, one day I cried out to God in prayer, to set me free from my soulish twin sister, you know, my soulish twin sister, you know, that old part of us who woos us back into our old ways. As I was apt to do, I pulled the Bible open, hoping God would give me the ability to see the truth I really needed to be free and miracle of miracles, it was there. Now, I promise you, I'm not still sticking my finger on a scripture, then opening my eyes to see if it's a word from the Lord, but it sure worked back then. (laughs) I was a young Christian back then. Starting in verse 10, Paul says in the Amplified Bible, for my determined purpose is that I may know him, that I might progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him, recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly. Now let's look at those words that I may know him. That word know is gnosko in the Greek and it implies taking a step into real love, not childish love. No big puppy eyes here. Paul was clearly talking about the mature love that husband and wife have for each other, giving their lives to each other and vows before God. This says the love he desires from us is devoted, unselfish, not run home to mama every time we don't get our way. To know him. To know him. Really know him. I so deeply needed to hear those words, words of divine commitment to Jesus, And our Heavenly Father. I was getting the answer from God as to why I struggled in my soul. After all, we're called the Bride of Christ. I needed to give my heart away to Him. I knew that. When we understand that word, no, and what it meant to Him, we begin to take, be transformed in our daily prayer life. All of a sudden, it becomes an anticipation for that kind of deep relationship. And now listen to what we get in return. Going on in verse 10, Paul says that I may, in the same way, come to know or experience the power, the power outflowing from his resurrection, which it exerts over believers, The word power here is the Greek dynamis, you know, like dynamite was taken from that word. And it means power for performing miracles, inherent power that's naturally within us and moral power and excellence of soul. Isn't this implying our love and relationship with our Savior equals the power to live this life we have walked into? That's what I had been crying out for the power outflowing from his resurrection. I knew I couldn't do it without him. But Paul stated in verse 10 that I may so share his sufferings as to be continually transformed in spirit into his likeness, even to his death. Verse 11, and if possible, that I may attain to the spiritual and moral resurrection that lifts me out from among the dead, even while still in this body. How many of us have ever thought that way? I mean, this is telling us if we walk in love and intimacy with God, we will find ourselves blessed out of our socks. Yes, while still in this body. really does mean you're not dead yet. Wow, listen to what Paul was saying to us. We don't have to die and go to heaven and discover how to walk in that kind of life. He died so we could experience freedom now. He knew we needed his resurrection power to get through this life. His last word to his disciples was that we try not to live this life without his power. In Acts 1.8, Jesus clearly said, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Paul goes on to say in Philippians 7.12, Not that I have already been made perfect, but I press on to lay hold of and grasp my own, that for which Christ Jesus the Messiah has laid hold of me and made me his own i do not consider brethren that i've captured and made it my own yet but one thing i do and it's my one aspiration forgetting what lies behind straining forward to what lies ahead i press on towards the goal to win the supreme and heavenly prize to which god in christ jesus is calling us upward forgetting what lies behind forget what was in your past and strain forward to what God has laid aside for us, the future of our life in Christ. Amen and amen. This is what we all should be reaching for in our walk with the Lord. And we can have it. We can have the joy and the love and the knowledge of God that will get us through the rest of this life, on this dying earth, on this earth that has so betrayed those of us who loved God, So many things that we need to come to in this life, but the greatest of these is love. Paul said that too. The love of God empowered by his Holy Spirit. I just thank you for listening today, and I really mean it when I say that I haven't attained this yet, because I surely haven't, but I'm working towards it. His word tells us this is possible in our lifetime. He will never leave us or forsake us. If you are his child, our Father will always be there to wipe away your tears, to comfort you and forgive you of your sins. Go now and have some good prayer time with your Heavenly Father. G'nasku time. He's waiting for us to come and rest in his presence. In fact, Zephaniah 3.17 tells us, The Lord your God is in your midst. The Mighty One will save He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. Let's pray now. Father, thank you for the word you gave us to open our eyes so that we can see who you really are and how much you love us. Help us to turn to you for all we need to follow your son Jesus, to become like him. And then turn to others and help them come and experience the power to live with you in this awesome life. Amen. May you have a wonderful January, everybody. God bless.